Short answer, yes, they can be very useful. Longer answer, it depends, read on. Before drafting and negotiating a full agreement, parties sometimes agree the terms of a preliminary document. The preliminary document has various names, such as term sheet, heads of terms, heads of agreement, letter of intent and memorandum of understanding. In some industries and companies, these terms have subtly different meanings, but in general IP drafts considers the names to be interchangeable. In this article he will call them term sheets. The main benefit of term sheets is to provide the parties with a summary of the key terms of the deal, before spending time and money in more detailed negotiations. It is not essential to use them, and sometimes parties prefer to go straight to negotiating the full agreement. IP drafts would recommend using them where the commercial deal points are sophisticated, e.g. many pharmaceutical development and license agreements. A really important legal issue is whether the term sheet is to be legally binding. In most cases, the answer to this question is either a simple no, or a more complex yes and no, where a few terms are binding and the rest are non-binding. IP drafts has some standard language that he adds to clients' term sheets to make clear whether the terms of the document are binding or give rise to any obligations. Here are some other points that come up regularly in the term sheets that IP drafts has seen. 1. What is the law of the term sheet? You might think this is irrelevant, if the term sheet is stated to be non-binding. But if the negotiations are international, there may be a risk of a different law applying to the one that you were intending. For example, under some civil law systems, there is an implied obligation of good faith in commercial dealings, known by the Latin name culpa in contrahendo. If you want to avoid the argument that you cannot withdraw from the negotiations without good cause, or that the negotiations should be on an exclusive basis, you may want to specify that English law applies, and state specifically that there is no obligation to negotiate or conclude a deal. A slightly different point arises if some or all of the terms are intended to be legally binding, for example term sheets sometime include a period of exclusive negotiations that is stated to be binding. In this case, stating the law of the contract, and ensuring that the term sheet has all the elements of a binding contract under that law, for example consideration, certainty of terms, etc., is advisable. 2. Preconditions for offer. Term sheets used by professional investors sometimes have a long list of actions that must take place before the offer is binding on the investor, including due diligence, corporate approvals, etc. IP drafts sometimes wonders why this list is included, when a simple statement that it is non-binding should suffice. He has concluded that the use of such lists is to address commercial expectations rather than for its legal benefits, or is just a habit that is difficult to break. 3. Level of detail. In IP drafts view, Term sheets should provide a clear, simple summary of deal terms, and the document should state that the parties intend to negotiate terms based on the principles set out in the term sheet. Typically, the document will be two to four pages. In other words, don't try to do detailed legal drafting in the term sheet. IP drafts has sometimes seen term sheets that are mostly light touch principles, but descend into great detail on IP issues, with several pages of definitions and grant clauses. This is inappropriate either keep it light, or go straight to negotiating the full agreement. Parties sometimes negotiate term sheets without legal advice, and it would be wrong to find yourself bound by subtle legal language in such a case. In any case, it is important when reviewing detailed contractual language to consider how it relates to other parts of the contract, which can't be done if the IP terms are simply slotted into an otherwise short and simple term sheet. 4. Is the term sheet signed? IP drafts encounters different approaches. In some U.S. negotiations, the term sheet is signed. In the subsequent negotiation of the full agreement, if a party proposes something that is inconsistent with the term sheet, the other party may complain loudly. 
In many UK term sheet negotiations, there is a more fluid approach. Sometimes the commercial negotiators use the term sheet as an informal aid memoir of their discussions. They may keep talking until they reach the point where they decide it is time to hand over the term sheet to their respective lawyers. There is no expectation that the term sheet is anything more than a health poll note and therefore there is no point in formally signing it.